Blog Talk Radio. everybody welcome to um the latest edition of sports urban legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i am of course william Mamo. what's up mac how you doing hey there. what's up how's it going uh not much man glad to have you on the show as always man yeah glad to be on as usual thank you and uh ladies and gentlemen uh thank you again for checking out this episode we're gonna have a busy and fun-filled episode tonight. Um, we're going to be talking about the Knicks officially making it to the playoffs as they're trying to get that fourth seed in the playoffs. Um, going to talk about the Nets, you know, playing with each other uh, tonight for like the, what, the eighth time this year. Um, we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about the NBA Hall of Fame uh, that's going on today, or tonight, I should say. Um, and, you know, of course, we're going to talk about baseball, uh, Matt Harvey returning to City Field for the first time to face the Mets. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about the Yankees, you know, bouncing back lately. Um, and, of course, wrestling, as usual. Um, you know, um, what was I going to say? But uh, most importantly, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys. And, of course, you all know the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics or more. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but with that said, let's um, pause with a little basketball. And let's talk about your and my New York Knicks. And um, congratulations! You're about to you get know. you're about to make me get an orgasm when you talk about the Knicks, oh man. Oh my god! Knicks <laughs> okay, been getting me excited hey, these if, days. If you're talking about that, I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna just change the subject. Uh, the Knicks get me excited, <laughs> man. They playing well, going to the playoffs, man. For real. I mean, making me hot. <laughs> you're gonna need a a, a a a fan or or air air conditioner or something, man. I think, I think you're going through menopause or something. <laughs> I have a hot flash over here, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, us, us Knicks fans, you know, we're, we're all excited. We're pumped. Man, we've been waiting for this, uh, for the Knicks to be relevant, you know, outside the, the outside of New York City, you know, to be feared for our defense, to be respected for the history we stand in in the in the game of basketball, as being the the, the oldest team in, in 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 you know in the 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 league's existence, you know it's time to put respect in our name. Madison Square Garden, it you know it used to be known as the mecca of basketball. People need to put respect in our name, man, and not use it as a playground so they could get career highs and have mm-hmm. people chanting MVP MVP for other players, not wearing the orange and blue. But finally, finally, the Knicks are back. Like the great 
um, Julius Irving, uh, not Julius Irving, I should say Julius Randall. We here. Yep. We here. You know, time, the time of us being the butt of jokes is over. You know what I'm saying? The Knicks are a feared team now, defensive-wise. Am I saying they're an NBA championship caliber team? No, I'm not saying that. But who knows? Play defense, you share the ball, and you don't turn the ball over. Yes, I'm talking about you, Julius Randle. We love you, but you need to you need to stop turning the ball over in crucial spots. But but he's also hitting big shots in, in crucial spots as well. Yes, like I was saying, like I was saying. But props to you for becoming the most improved player in the league. If you do not get that award, this this award is a sham. This award should be um, contracted like the Expos and the Seattle Supersonics, you know, because Julius Randle should win that award hands down. And yeah. Yeah, he should fans. Be, Yes, and he should be in the, at the very minimum, at the very minimum. He should have he should be a top five serious MVP candidate because this guy he's carrying the Knicks on his shoulder. The same guy who who turned the ball over and couldn't really couldn't score in key spots for the Knicks last year. The guy manned up. He um he worked out in the um in the what you call it during the play in time when there was no no games and he worked on his three point shot. His three point shot is at like at least forty. 2% accurate. This guy, he, he put in the work. The, the work that the, the late, great Kobe Bryant, the, a man who, who got inducted to the Hall of Fame today, which we're going to talk about him in, in momentarily, the, the stuff that was instilled in him when he was drafted by the Lakers and he was playing, you know, alongside his idol, though, that worth ethic is now coming to fruition. And with that same worth, work ethic that he had, he instilled it into these young Nick players, and that's why we're all buying in to Tom Thibodeau's um, system of playing defense, sharing the ball, old school basketball, Nick's basketball. Tom Thibodeau, a man who was an assistant coach under the Jeff Van Gundy era, he's taking the Knicks back to the Knicks DNA, and and it's a beautiful thing. You could see David David Fisdale, He kind of he kind of planted the seeds of you know respecting the past past and the past players, honoring the players, once a Knicks, always a Nick. But unfortunately it did not work out for for the for for him. But Tom Tipito, you finally got they find the Knicks finally hired a guy who's an experienced coach, a no nonsense coach, and the it like that it turned it around. He's doing exactly what I thought Larry Brown would have done if he would have had a second year with the Knicks, uh, like uh, over a decade ago, you know, before they let him go. But Tom Thibodeau, in his first year, he changed the franchise around. Yes, and you got to give credit to to to, um, to Perry and um, and uh, I'm trying to remember his name, uh, Rose, you know, for turning it around, uh, you know, Worldwide West, um, you know, and all those the, the guys on the coaching staff, you know, they they turned it around. They they got the they turned the Knicks to to Kentucky Knicks. You know, they got all these 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 good these good um players who were drafted by the Kentucky Wildcats. You know, in college, and they 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 they've played well, man. They've turned the system around, and that's why I want, 
That's why before coming to this season, I thought, hmm, maybe, maybe he might have a good year. But did I think he was going to be this great? No, heck no, I did not think that at all. I'm not going to – you guys, you know, some of you guys have been listening to the show since it started, since 2009. And some of you, this might be your first show. So I'm not going to, you know, lie to you and say, oh, I knew he was going to be this great MVP player. I did not. But did I think he could have been improved, you know, under, you know, um, you know Johnny Bryant, the um, – the, the, uh, Johnny Bryant – no, um, actually, I'm thinking of um, Kenny Payne. Who was the who was the assistant coach with the the Wildcats? How he he could you know he could turn turn these guys around you know not to mention Tom Thibodeau as, as a a great coach you know I, I thought he could I thought he could turn his, the the his 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 career and actually be good but I didn't think he's gonna be this great for the Knicks so props to him props to Tom Thibodeau for turning the team around and let's go Knicks. And, you know, we're trying to get that, that fourth, fourth seed. Miami lost. You know, that's good for us. And hopefully we'll see if we can win tomorrow to wrap up the season and hopefully get that fourth seed. Mac, I said enough. What do you got to say about this Knicks team? Yeah, so with this Miami loss tonight, if the Knicks tomorrow, they if it sh- they clinch the fourth, speed, the fourth seed and they will have home court in the playoffs. So hopefully they can get uh, that the job done and – win that game tomorrow against the Celtics. So that's going to be a big game. But, uh, yeah, man, the, the Knicks, uh, they've been an exciting team to watch all year. I think uh, with the addition of Derrick Rose, I think that kind of put them over the hump. Uh, you know, but uh, Derrick Rose didn't play that well today. I guess he's still uh, recovering from that uh, ankle injury. But um, Julius Randle, man, he's been our MVP all year. And I told you delusional Knicks fans – before the season started, if you had traded this guy, you would have you would have been kicking yourselves because that was your best player. And if you had traded him for nothing, this would have been a typical Knicks Knicks move, you know, trading away your best player for nothing in return. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad the Knicks didn't do that and they kept this mm-hmm. guy. And hopefully they give him an extension and keep him for years to come. And he he's our franchise player. But, yeah, I agree. He deserves the most improved player. If he doesn't win it, then that award is a sham. And, you know, this guy is not only the most improved player in the NBA, he's an MVP candidate as well. So he'll definitely get some votes there. But, yeah, without him also, I mean, where would the Knicks be right now? Probably wouldn't be in the playoff hunt. So Julius Randle has been, you know, everything and much more this year for us. Absolutely. You hit it right on the head. Like a hammer on the nail, you hit it right on the head. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would we be if uh, Tom Thibodeau didn't sign and, and Julius Randle finally lived up to his um, his uh, potential? I mean, this guy's been in the league for seven years, and you know, now he finally got it together, you know. And, you know, props to him, man. And, and the Knicks. They're all buying into the system. They, you know, they got a good rapport, and you know they're playing for each other, and they're playing for the city. They, you know, so the Knicks is back, man. I didn't think, I didn't think it would take this long. I, you know, it, it just reminded me twenty years ago. Shoot, it might have been the anniversary that might have passed by. For all I know, you know, the Knicks got knocked out of the the, the first round by the Raptors. And I remember reminding myself at that time, 20 years ago, like, 
you know, you know, the Knicks are going to come back. You know, the Knicks are, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to they're gonna come back next year strong and, and they're going to win the title, you know. And I, another thing I remember, I was like, wow, man, the, the, the playoffs are really long, you know, because usually we're in the playoffs, we're in deep in it, so you don't really pay attention to how deep it is. And, and not to mention I was a, a little kid at the time. But, you know, once this was happening, you know, once 2001 happened, uh, let me see. I was um, I was a teenager, or maybe about to become a man at that time. But um, yeah, um, it's good. It's good to see the Knicks are back. You know, I didn't think it would take this long, but you know, we're here, and hopefully, we're here to stay. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I definitely want to try to go to a playoff game once I'm fully vaccinated. Definitely have to go. It's gonna be tough, man. Don't have to file the Beagle Boys for those tickets, man. No, uh, tickets are probably not going to be that expensive as you think they are. I, I think it is because the Knicks, I mean, playoff um, tickets. Didn't we go to a playoff game one day, one time? Yeah, I mean, but that was a, that was a while ago. And now, yeah. you know. That was the first, that was also a first round. Yeah. And so, uh, first round, for a first round seat in this pandemic, I mean, Probably, probably, probably not going to cost that much. I would think. I'll, I'm going to look up the prices right now. Uh, How much do you think it would be? I think it might be at least 150. Well, yeah, of course. That you, you're calling that you're calling that expensive? Yeah. <laughs> Anything for tickets that's over oh 100 is a lot of money, man. Oh my god! You, if you're calling 100 dollars. If you're going to playoff ticket 100 for 150 expensive, man, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You're talking about like people in front seats are paying thousands of dollars for tickets. 150, yeah, 150 is a bargain, man, for for a playoff ticket. If you James Dolan, man. Playoffs. Uh, if I if if I if if uh, if the tickets are 150 right now, I'll buy it. No question about it. Well, what they say about a thousand dollars. No, <laughs> that's expensive. What's your limit? What's your limit? Uh, I'll probably say 150. 150, yeah. 150, probably to 150 to 200. That'll be my limit. What about they say 200? I spent close to 200. I I, th- I spent close to two hundred for a Yankee playoff game back in '09, close to two hundred or something. So yeah, I mean you, you gotta spend the money for playoffs. You can't go in there cheap. This is not a regular season game. You know you, you're spending money for playoffs. Let's believe that. You sound like Jim Mora. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, saying yeah. like. Don't don't think like you know you're going you're gonna be like going in there you're getting a freebie to a playoff game. I mean, I don't know what you think this is. You sound like the security guard. You're talking the yeah, you, too much. you might get kicked out too. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely gotta. I definitely have to go once. Uh, hopefully, there is still in the playoffs. If I do go, playoffs start May 18th. Actually, the play-in starts May 18th. Playoffs start May 22. 22, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man. Hope you know. Can't wait. Hope hopefully, hopefully, could win tomorrow and uh and um and clinch it. Yeah.
So what's your predictions for 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 tomorrow's game against the Celtics? We yeah, win? Um, Knicks win? Yeah. I mean, hopefully right. we win in a convincing manner. But Knicks, uh, they make things interesting in the fourth quarter. They always get lax once they get the lead. And then mm-hmm. allow the team, other team to come back. Hopefully that doesn't happen tomorrow because they could be trying to give me a heart attack, man. Yeah, those te- with the with the Knicks, uh, uh, a double digit lead is never safe. Either side of the either side, you know, whether it's the Knicks or the team uh, uh, up on the Knicks, you know. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, let's go, Knicks! Congratulations. Um, yeah, let's 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 shift gears to um to the Nets and then we'll talk about the the Hall of Fame. You know, who went in and all that stuff. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? Okay, yeah, so yeah, like I alluded to, um with the Nets, the Nets, you know, they um they finally I mean, they finally played again played with each other again. Uh, for the the first the first time in like what three months or so, um, and um, yeah, they they won by the final score of um, 105 to 91, and uh, you know basically this is that's the recipe they need to to win a title. You know, I mean, if you if you have Kevin Durant and James Harden, you know, playing to their potential. You know that's that's enough to to win a title, but you got Kyrie Irving firing all cylinders like he was um, with LeBron during that championship run with, with Cleveland. Oh man, they're gonna be dangerous. You, they're gonna be unstoppable. You know, so yeah, uh, you know, um, I, Irving. You know, he had he scored twenty two points uh, to lead them. You know, to the to the victory. Um, Durant, he only had 12 points. Um, but, yeah, uh, but, you know, basically, um, you know, Irvin, Irvin was the, the man of the show. Yeah, it's, you know, that's the thing. If the Nets want to win a championship, those, all, all those three guys have to play together at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're not all three playing together, then, you know, I don't think they have a chance to – go far in the playoffs. Especially, you know, they have to go through teams like the Bucks and the Sixers, which is going to be very tough teams to go through. So they have to have all three guys fully healthy for them to advance in these playoffs. And even the Knicks might pose a threat. Yeah. If they, if they, if they sleep on the Knicks, you know, you know, those guys, you know, um, Durant and Irving, they've been taking some cheap shots at the Knicks, you know. So, you know, they got to be careful what they ask for, you know, because if the Knicks are, 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 you know, they're playing defense to their potential and they, you know, you never know. They could, they could upset them. You never know. Yep. But we'll see. First, first we got to try to clinch, clinch this uh, fourth seed, hopefully tomorrow, against the, the Celtics. And uh, most likely face the Hawks. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, you know, basically, let me see who. The, 
who were let me see who the the Nets are gonna be facing uh tomorrow. Yeah, the Nets they're going to be hosting the Cavaliers as as we were just uh, we was talking about. Yeah, the the Cavaliers, uh the Nets you know, you're gonna expect um Kyrie Irving to have a big game to, tomorrow night. I'm wondering if the Nets will decide to rest some of their players. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And a, you know, Instead of playing everyone to try to get the one seed, to try to get the the, the two or one. Well, at this point they can't get the one seed. They'll have to get try to get the two seed. But I wonder if they'll rest some guys, you know, just for just for their upcoming first round matchup. Because you know, yeah. Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, they you know, they all they've all had major injuries. So yeah, I'm just wondering if they're gonna rest them. For this upcoming uh, first round matchup, yeah, that's a that's a very that's a very good point. Um, that remains to be seen because you know that's you know that's food for thought. Like either they're gonna rest the guys, play it safe, and rest those guys, and um, trust that they could they'll be able to reactivate themselves come playoff time since they're veterans, and you know obviously Durant won it all and Irving won it all, you know so. You know they've they've been they've been to the Palmer Slam before, but if they rest them, and these guys only play eight games together, you know that's also a risk. Will they, will these guys be able to gel with each other? Um, I would say if I was Steve Nash, um, I probably would rest them. You know, rest them for the playoffs. You know. Because these games don't really matter. I mean, yes, you could climb up to the you could climb up to the two spot theoretically, but this team is so this team is so you know dominant. You know, when it's firing all cylinders, they could win any. They could win in Brooklyn. They could win in L.A. They could win on Mars. You know, they're that talented. So you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow night, and uh, and most importantly in the playoffs. You know. Like the former Nets said, anything's possible. Cause I'm talking about your boy Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Garnett, you mean? I mean Kevin Garnett. I mean. Yeah. I would think of Kevin Durant. I would think of Kevin Garnett, but I said Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yeah. Said that with the Celtics when they won the championship. Exactly. Another team, Kyrie Irving played with. Yep. And who the Knicks will be playing against tomorrow? Correct. Six degrees of separation right there. But, yeah, yeah, those are the two biggest uh, blockbuster net moves where they got, you know, a superstar guy um, and they try to have a win-now mentality of, you know, putting, you know, a superstar Kevin, you know, on the the team, you know, to try to, you know, win win the first uh, NBA title, you know, so – yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And um, yeah, speaking of uh, the the um, you know the NBA the NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah, that we, you know we've had a lot of greats, and yeah, the aforementioned Kevin Garnett um, is one of those greats. He finally took his. Rifle place in the Hall of Fame, Garnett's in there, um, Duncan's there, 
Um, and of course, oh yeah, even Mike Breen is there, the the longtime Nick announcer. Um, but of course, yeah, Tiffany. Uh, I mean, Tamika catching, uh, um, Tim Mulkey, uh, Rudy Tomjanovich, much to my chagrin, you know, after you know beating the Knicks in '94. Um, Eddie Sutton, college basketball coach, uh, Barbara Stevens, uh, the F- the FIBA secretary, secretary general Patrick Ballman, but of course, you know the marquee guy, uh, the late great Kevin Garnett. Uh, I mean Kobe Bryant, of course. And um, you know it's a British sweet moment, you know because we all knew Kobe was you know was going to go into the Hall of Fame, but we never, we never, even in our worst nightmare, we would have never envisioned the Black Mamba taking his rightful place in the Hall of Fame um, posthumously. And, um, you know, it's a bitter, it's a, a, a bittersweet day, man. Um, um, what was I going to say? Vanessa, you know, I just saw highlights of the, Hall of Fame induction, and uh, they showed Vanessa Bryant, Bryant uh, accepting the honor for Kobe. And yeah, she looks stunning. She looks beautiful, and her the daughter uh, wore the jacket, the Hall of Fame jacket, in honor in honor of Kobe, her her father. I mean, it's it was a beautiful moment, very beautiful moment, and you know, Kobe deserving the. Uh, Maybe he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for, you know, the career he had, you know, all the championship rings, MVP honors, all-star, all-NBA team honors. I mean, this guy was an all-time great. And it's just, you know, it, it's always uh, it's, it's always depressing just to think of, you know, the guy was just 40 years old and he lost his life and he had, you know, what, how many kids? Three, four kids? Yeah, I think you know, three or four. And, I think probably four. I'm not sure. And a wife, four. and you know, he he still had a he still had a long way to go. You know, he mm-hmm. still had more life, more life to live. But you know, he was taken away from us in that plane crash. But you know, this is a great way to honor him in his career. Mm-hmm. So. Amen to that, man. Um, yeah, here's here's what Vanessa Bryant, you know, his widow said. Um, right now, I'm sure he's laughing in heaven because I'm about to praise him in public. And uh, she said, "There will never be an, there will be, there will never be anyone like Kobe. Kobe was one of a kind. He was special. He was humble off the court, but bigger uh, than life. And um, you know, um, basically, um, Kevin Garnett, who who we just was mentioning about." say about maybe two or three minutes ago um you know he he spoke to to duncan you know on on from the stage and he said i, I appreciate you it's an honor to go into the hall with you bro you and cope so yeah um and uh this is what duncan had to say about him going to the hall of fame he said this is the most nervous i've been in my life been through finals, game sevens. This is officially the most nervous I've been in my life. I've been pacing in my room all day. So let's see what we got. Yeah, man. This this was a this was a epic, an epic 
um, Hall of Fame. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so many first ballot Hall of Famers, like, on this thing, on this this list that that's so deserving, you know. And, you know, props, props to all of them. And another... Other uh, Kevin Garnett-related news, um, as you know, he he was trying to um, buy the Timberwolves from, you know, um, the longtime owner. um, His name is escaping me at the moment. Um, He had had beef with him. Man, I can't remember his name for for whatever reason. Um, But basically... um, the the long time um, Minnesota Glenn Taylor I think his name is Glenn something let me let me look it up quickly the, the Timberwolves owner yeah I think it's Glenn Taylor right I know it's definitely Glenn something uh let me see what his name is yeah let me see what his name is quickly uh yeah well, he, yeah yeah Glenn Glenn Taylor yeah so yeah, he he finally um, sold the team uh, to A Rod and another billionaire who who who's in charge of uh, Walmart, I think. Am I understanding me right? Um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, uh, well, you know, congratulations to A Rod and uh, you know the other person who who um who's who's gonna own you know the group that that's gonna own the Timberwolves, and I think the the um the Minnesota Lynx also. Um, but yeah, the, the only messed up thing, uh, Mark Lore. Um, yeah, those are the new owners. The only thing that was messed up about it is that, um, the owner Taylor was, was agreeing to like make a deal with Kevin Garnett, you know, who, who basically was the heart and soul of the, the Timberwolves franchise when he played there, you know, in the, in the nineties, you know, in early two thousands, um, you know, obviously they had, you know, they had bad blood, um, you know, um, basically after Flint Saunders passed away, um, you know, their, their, um, their bad relationship got worse again. And, you know, basically he, he, he cut um, Garnett out of the situation. So uh, now Arod is, um, you know, owns the team. So, Hey, hopefully, you know, Garnett will be will be more involved with the team now that um Arod's gonna be in charge. So basically, um Taylor's gonna is gonna hand over the team in two years, part of the deal. So, um yeah, congratulations to Arod. You know, he was trying to buy the Mets. Um but now he's he's the owner of the Timberwolves, so best of luck with him. What's your thoughts? Yeah, that's a you know. Congrats to A Rod, you know, a team that he's killed throughout his career <laughs> when he was with the Yankees and the Mariners. You know, he finally owns them, literally, literally and figuratively. No, the Timberwolves, not the Twins. Oh yeah, right. right. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Twins for some reason. Or <laughs> close, I guess. Yeah, you know. the city. But uh. Hey, congrats to him in his in this next foray in this you know, of owning a basketball team. So that's that's gonna be very interesting. He's following but after just, Magic Johnson's footsteps. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Twins might be next. Who knows? 
Who knows? Yeah, you never know. Yeah. You never know. But congrats to him. You know, the, this is uh, just another way for A-Rod to get over his breakup with J-Lo. There <laughs> you go. And thank God he don't he didn't have to he don't have to worry about you know him splitting the his ownership with her with the Mets you know because that would have been messy yeah. messy if they would have joined they would have oh, joined yeah. they would have got that team and then and then you know now now J Lo's a, a a Boston Red Sox fan you know seeing Sweet Caroline with her mom you know mm-hmm. but she wasn't saying that when she wasn't with Ben Affleck before when she was with Mark Anthony Mets fan. You know, when she's with, you know, um, you know, A-Rod, you know, they're, I guess, Yankee fans now, now, you know, now they would, then they were going to buy the Mets. She'll, she'll be a fan of a, a, whatever team you are, she'll be a fan if you're dating her. Yeah. Yeah. So. If you root for the KKK, she'll be a fan of that. <laughs> but in any case, you know, uh, you know, congratulations to, you know, A-Rod and. Yeah, we'll see what happened with that. Uh, damn J-Lo and her Mandarin name. <laughs> uh, shifting gears, yeah, you know what? Let let's talk about let's talk baseball. Let let's let's talk about the team she almost bought. The New York Mets. And um you know what was the big news about the Mets? You know, the Mets had a, a seven game winning streak. You know, they, they dominated at home. You know, um, one of the highlight wins they had was uh, was um, Wednesday when uh, Matt Harvey, their former ace, the Dark Knight, returned to Gotham. But this time, you know, in a, in a different uniform, the Oreo uniform, the uniform of the team that the Mets beat in 1969 for their first ever championship. That Baltimore Orioles, you know, and um, it was a it was a big deal, you know, to have um, Matt Harvey, you know, for one for one day only. You had uh, you know you had Harvey Day, you know, back at City Field, but you know on the opposing side, it was such a big deal that um, the rock star um, Joan Jett even came, but as a as an Oriole fan to to see this game at City Field, you know. But so you know, big event. so yeah, so you know, um, Matt Harvey had to come, come and show that you know, you know, he was past his bad reputation that he had with the with the Mets, you know, you know, because you know he loved the rock and roll that that he you know that he was doing with the Mets when he dominated the city, you know, and, and took the the city on the back and and you know helped them win win that title. Oh well, actually, win the the National League title, I should say, you know. But um, it was good to see him back, and you know, as expected, the the Mets fans showed him love, which you know, rightfully so. I assume the Mets fans would do it, and of course, they did it. Which you know, props to the Mets fans, and you know, he admitted that he was uh, he was you know trying not to cry. You know, he cried, he choked, you know, he cried a little bit, you know. Because he he wasn't sure if the Mets fans would have, you know, appreciated him still. Because you know he ended his his tenure with the Mets ended on controversial fashion. You know, having beef with, you know, with the organization. Um, but you know, I going think to a concert or something mm-hmm. when he was supposed to be injured. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man, it was just a crazy, 
crazy time, you know, crazy, um, you know, ending, you know, of, of Cespedes, um, his, his former teammate um, levels of, of, like, zaniness, you know, yeah. of how he ended his career with the Mets. Um, he, you know, like, like we we're talking about Randall, you know, he manned up, you know, he admitted that he, you know, he wasn't, you know, he, he didn't end the way, you know, his career the way, you know, he would want it. And, um, you know, he's trying to, he's reinventing himself as a pitcher. He's not that power pitcher as he was back in the days. You know, he's, he's, a, um, you know, he's a, you know, he's a pitcher now. He's, you know, he, he, he knows that he can't overpower people anymore. He has to use his, his intellect to, you know, overpower the opposition. But with that said, uh, you know, against the, his former team, the Mets, uh, yeah, the Mets, you know, they 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 whooped his behind, you know. <laughs> normally, no, I mean it's true. Like the Mets, normally they're a patient team. They will they would rather take a walk than to to swing at the first pitch. But facing him, it's like they flipped the script. They were they were swinging at his first pitches, and man, they they man. They broke his back like like Bane broke Batman's back in in the in the comic book like and in it was <laughs> oh yeah in the movie too right right um um Dark Knight Dark Knight Returns right mm-hmm. I mean oh I think that happened right then isn't that when he, yeah. he got tossed into the, to the yeah pit? right but yeah, yeah like so basically man um yeah it was great to see Harvey. I mean, I didn't want him to to beat us. It was good to see him back, and most importantly, we got the win, you know. And uh, you know, the other news is that uh, the Grom, he um, he injured his back. He's he's on the the ten day DL, and you know, as a result, you know, the bullpen's been great lately, uh, with the exception of uh, today because we had a bullpen game. Um, but yeah, Tampa, Tampa, man. A Friday night, we had a two nothing lead. David David Peterson was pitching the best game of his career. He went to what seven plus innings or so. Uh, but you know, Rojas he made a, such a controversial move. Uh, you know, he he kept David Peterson in. David Peterson never pitched in the eighth inning in his life. And he the the but the problem is that Rojas had was he didn't have nobody else warming the bullpen in case the worst case scenario is if he, if. You know, David Peterson ran out of gas, which essentially is what he did. You know, he he gave up a home run, and then I think he gave up a double or or or, or more, and then they took him out. And then afterwards, um, they brought in Trevor May, who's been lights out as a reliever. Um, but you know, he gave up the tying run, and then the Mets lost an extra innings. You know, so uh, you know that was Friday night. Um, oh yeah, VR. He hit. Uh, he hit a, a. You know, what was the two two run home run to to give them the early two nothing lead? But uh, like I mentioned, uh, the Mets lost on a walk off uh, because uh, Rojas left um, Peterson a little in little little. You know, he left. He he put him in the eighth inning and he didn't take him out before it was too late. You know, and then today. Uh, today's game was an opener game, a bullpen game, and yeah, man, basically, you know, it was a chaotic game. I, I think, I think the Rays are still hitting on us. I think they must think we're the Yankees or something. Like they're still, <laughs> they're still hitting on us right now, and the the final score was was 
was 12 to, to 5, you know. that Those race teams, man, like, you know, they that's what happens when you have strong scouting. I mean, they, those teams, man, they have a fraction of the Met or Yankee payroll, and they, they're always competitive. They can't keep nobody because of their payroll, but, um, you know, they're always competitive. And props to them. They lost more in um, Schnell in the off season, and there's they you know they're still chugging along. So props to them. I mean, they did lose what was it two out of three to the Yankees, but um, I mean, they, I think they won the deciding the the last game between you guys, but. You know the Rays have been playing, you know, well, you know, this season, but you know they got their their butt kicked a little bit by the Yankees. Well, you know, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, the the uh, well, with the first off with the Met game, um, the the Rays, you know, they're still a very good team, you know, and they're going to be a very good team this year. You know, they started off slow, so you know, I'm not surprised by the way by the way the Rays whip your butts. Um, mm-hmm. they might do it again tomorrow. But. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like wishful thinking, pal. <laughs> but hey, the Rays are a very good team, you know. They 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 got pitching, they got offense. Um, but the moving on to the Yankees, the Yankees they've been playing very very well of late. They started the season off slow. They're very inconsistent as far as hitting wise, uh, but they've now won the eleven of the last fourteen games, and the offense has picked up. And now you have Luke Voigt back in the lineup, and he just brings a different element to this team now. You know, this is a guy who can hit for power. He gets walks. He's patient at the plate. And so he just stretches that lineup. And now uh, you're seeing the Yankees' offense, that they're becoming more potent as the season goes along. And today was a prime example. They scored eight runs against the Orioles. Uh, Judge hit his, his 11 home run of the season, and – I think uh, he has about six or seven home runs against the Orioles this year so far. So most of his home runs have come against the Orioles. But he hit his 11th. And, yeah, man, the Yankees offense just uh, pounded the Orioles like a white girl in a Bang Rose video. You know, it's that potent. <laughs> they pounded the Orioles like a white girl in a Bang Bros video. Oh, okay. But like I was saying, I guess I guess well. Uh, Yeah, the Yankees right now they're they're playing the best ball their season of the season, and they're five games over five hundred for the first time this year. Yeah, man. I guess you know, judge. You know, he's been the judge, jury, and executioner when it comes to the Orioles. Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. And um, yeah, shifting gears to uh, WWE, um, they, we have the the pay per view event uh, coming tomorrow. It's not just wrestle. It's not. It's not just backlash. Now it's WrestleMania backlash. Like I mean that that only Vince McMahon, would, you know, in this modern era, would come up with an idea like that to change backlash. To WrestleMania backlash. I mean, why don't you just leave it as backlash? What's next? We're gonna have, um, you know, um, WrestleMania Royal Rumble, WrestleMania Survivor Series. Yeah, I don't get. I don't understand the point. I guess they wanna just 
make make more of a profit off the WrestleMania name? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what it seems like to me. Because it makes no sense. It makes no sense to um to change uh, you know a pay per view that's been a, around for like at least what, twenty years or so, yeah. and then change it to WrestleMania Backlash. Like I I don't know about you, man, but this this I'm not feeling this pay per view event. There's there's only like maybe three matches that I'm interested in. Three three matches I'm interested in. You want to guess which one I, I, it is? Which ones? I want you to guess. Might be the uh, same thing. You might be those might be the only matches you might be interested in too. Well, uh, I gotta look at the matches to see now. Let me see. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the matches if you want while you're looking for it. There's Damian, yeah, go ahead. Damian Priest versus The Miz lumberjack match. You got Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the WWE title. You got the Dirty Dogs versus Ray and Dominic. For the t- SmackDown Tag Team titles, you got Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. You got Bianca Belair versus Bayley for the the WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. And then you got Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. I say probably Roman Reigns and uh, Cesaro will be one. You got it. And then Bianca versus Bayley. You got that. There's one more? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Bobby Lashley. This is McIntyre and Ron Strowman. You got it. Uh, the, yeah. only, the, only, the only thing that would be interesting to see is Ray Mysterio versus United Dominic winning it, you know, first father-son thing. But other than that, the, 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 the storyline leads up to it, I'm not really interested in it. But... If you know, if they do win, that would be an interesting moment to see. But other than that, man, the, other than those three matches, and I guess an asterisk for the the Rey Mysterio and Dominic match, you know, if they do win it, nothing else interests me in this match. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka and Charlotte Flair is like a match I could see on Raw any day of the week. I, I probably see Rhea, Rhea Ripley has been botching her her Oscar's um, <laughs> moves lately. Mm-hmm. Well, in both of their matches, she's botched her moves. You didn't notice that on the recent uh, Raw? She's, nah, she's you were talking about Oscar's move all over the place. Nah, I didn't notice. You know, she's not a good wrestler, mm-hmm. Ripley. I think she's overrated. I'm sorry. <laughs> and this this is why she's gonna lose the title to Charlotte. Well, this is her brutality. You know, maybe you know her moves. You know, that's why her brutality. You think her well, wrestling skills are, are brutal? Brutal to watch, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna. All right, so let's let's start this show. Um, um. Okay, I guess you you talked about Rhea Ripley and Oscar. So you pick Charlotte Flair. Um, man, you know what? I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to agree with you because the signs my eyes my eyes is telling me. That it should be Rhea Ripley. She just won the title, but Charlotte, she like Thanos. Both of these girls at back to back WrestleMania, you know. I mean, what I would I say back to back WrestleMania? I, I guess so. I guess that would be it, right? Let me think. Because Charlotte defeated Oscar to end her winning streak years ago. Charlotte, um, Charlotte defeated Rhea Ripley last year. For the no wait. 
I think the 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 um the um Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey is sandwiched in between those matches. If my memory serves me right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So yeah. Anyway, Charlotte beat both of these women for the for the title. You know, it would only make sense for Charlotte to win it for the 85th millionth time in her career because they've shoehorned her into this match. You yeah. know, unlike Daniel Bryan, who we know, you know, he was gonna he was gonna win the title most likely. Charlotte Flair, I mean, Charlotte Flair, you know, she if she throws her robe into the ring, you know, she's gonna win the match. You know. All she has to do is throw her ring, her, her robe into the match, say woo, and she's gonna win. Put that figure eight, and she wins. That's it. That's that's what she has to do, you know. Yeah. So yeah, Charlotte, I, I'm I'm gonna be an idiot if I root against Charlotte Flair. I'm gonna be doing the show next Saturday, and I'm like, yeah, man, I should have I should have picked Charlotte, the obvious choice. So yeah, I'm picking Better Charlotte, pick even though even though it's common sense say they should keep the title on Rhea. Because she just won the title, build her up, you know. But they're not gonna do that because they're in love with Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is is you know the evolved form of Alexa Bliss in the eyes of WWE. Those are the two women that they push not only to the moon out of the 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 the, the stratosphere for their stratisfaction. You know they just they just love pushing those ladies, man. No matter what, they gotta have the title on them, you know. So, 100% Charlotte's going to win this. All right, let's move on to Damian Priest versus The Miz. This is the match I least care about out of all the matches. Uh, Damian Priest. Let me, let me just cut to the case, cut to the chase, you know. Miz is a two-time WWE champion, a w, two-time WWE paper champion. And, you know, in these type of matches, you know, he's a joke. You know, I mean, you know, Damian Priest is going to whoop his butt again. A lumberjack, like, Miz, how's Miz going to cheat to win with all these lumberjacks? Damian yeah. Priest is hand down going to beat him. Yeah, I agree. I think Damian Priest is going to win also. I don't think Miz stands a chance. Damian Priest is going to hit the lights, and then Miz is going to be looking up at the lights when when the referee counts one, two, three. Yeah. There's nothing else more to say about that. Uh, then you got the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Yeah, I think, you know, they've been hyping it up. Um, Rey Mysterio and Dominic is going to win the, the tag team titles. If they don't, then this match is really irrelevant. What do you think? Uh, wow, that's tough. Oh, you think they're going to milk it until, like, a bigger event? I think so, the the dirty dogs are gonna retain it. I think they might milk it until SummerSlam, maybe. Yeah, I could I could see that happening. I'm gonna but, yeah. dogs. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ray and Dominic, but it just the idea just popped in my head. They might retain it until Survivor Series, not Survivor Series, SummerSlam. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna pick. They're gonna win it. Uh, tomorrow. And um, you know, if not, then I'll just I'll just pick them to win that SummerSlam because you know this feud is gonna keep going on and on and on and on and on, you know. So you know, 
they'll have an opportunity if they don't win it uh, tomorrow. Yep. Okay, let's see what else we have. We got uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This match has the potential to be the match of the night, you know, along with the Roman Reigns and Cesaro match. You know, um, I, I mean, 100%, but Bianca Belair is going to retain, retain it. I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with me. Yeah, I agree. I think she's going to retain it as well. I'm wondering if uh, Sasha might interfere in this match. Mm, that's a good question. And then they, they reform their their um their their tag team. Maybe because they're both heels now, and they both agree that Bianca Belair is a bigger threat to both of them than each other. It would be the perfect time to to have her come for them to be reunited. All right, let's see what the matches we have. Um, you got Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Man, as much as I want to see Cesaro win, I really want to see Cesaro win. But let's be real, man. Roman Reigns is going to retain the title. Yeah, we're going with Roman Reigns to retain as well. I think uh, Cesaro, I think he's going to be... Uh, Unfortunately, the, the, the one of the Usos is going to cost him the match. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Jimmy. Jimmy this time. Yeah, it's it might it might it might be. It's going to be Jimmy, and I'm going to tell you why because it has been happening all these weeks. Cesaro has been finally Roman Reigns. Every time he attacks Jay, Jimmy tra- Jimmy interferes, and that's what's gonna that's what's gonna cause. That's what's going to cause Cesaro to lose. Yeah, one of the Uso brothers is going to interfere. Mm-hmm. And I still, I, still, I still think they're going to do an Uso versus Uso match soon here. That would actually yeah. be interesting. Yeah, Jimmy versus Jay, I think that could possibly happen. Yeah. One of them yeah. is going to be heel, one of them is going to be a face. Yeah, the, the, this is the only time that it makes sense to do it. Yeah. And then, I think if that happens, main event Jay is gonna Jay Uso is gonna win that one. Um, and then last but not least, you got the Almighty Bobby Lashley, the WWE Champion, defending his title against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. All right, here here's the thing. Seeing Drew McIntyre in this match is scary because you know if he's going to face Bobby Lashley, he's going to eventually win the title, you know, back. But since Braun Strowman's in this match, Bobby Lashley's going to defeat Braun Strowman and retain the title. What do you think? I'm going to go Lashley retaining the title. Who is he going to pin? I think probably Strowman. Exactly. This is exactly what's going to happen. Because if Braun Strowman was in this match, I was going to pick Drew McIntyre to beat him. Because yeah. they're, obs- they're obsessed, man. He's, Drew McIntyre is, is the the male version of, of Charlotte or Alexa Bliss. You put the, that, that guy, in, you put those, any of those people in the match, most, basically it's like John Cena-itis. You know, they're going to they're gonna win. You know, yeah. WWE want those people to win more than anybody. 
you know, in the history of mankind. So, yeah, if if Bobby, if 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 Braun Strowman wasn't here to take the L, yeah, um, his reign would have would have ended. Um, trying to think what else happened in in WWE. I guess I'll I guess I'll just move on to to AEW. I mean, you know, the the the, the pay per view is the most important thing anyway. So um, next Sunday, right? No, no, no. It's this. It's it's tonight. Oh, it's tomorrow. Uh, it's the tonight, I should say. Yeah. Well, okay. So now it's it's now twelve o. It's twelve o. Um, yeah. Twelve o. East Coast. Twelve o. Three now. East yeah. Coast time right now. So yeah. They're gonna be in Tropicana Field, where the Mets are, are gonna to try to hopefully win this last game of the series. series. But um, okay, what was I gonna say? Yeah, so um, AEW. I'm trying to remember what happened in AEW. Um, in AEW, you know, um, basically, Rusev, now known as Miro. He defeated Darby Allen to be the new TNT champion. So congratulations to Miro. You know he he's Congrats. finally lived. He's finally living up to his um reputation. Uh, you know as um winning a champion. Basically, the TNT title is the equivalent of the Intercontinental title. You know in in the AEW company. TV so, title. That was the WCW title. Yeah, exactly. It, it it's equivalent of the the you know TV title in WCW or the um, Intercontinental title with uh, with with WWE. So um, yeah, so congrats to him. Oh yeah, another news is that Cody Rhodes for one night only at the AEW Double or Nothing uh, pay per view event for one night only. He is going. He's not going to be the American Nightmare. He's going to be the American Dream, and he's going to fight against um, what's that guy's name? I think Andrew Ogogo or something. He's he's a British boxer. So, yeah, basically, basically, um, he's gonna he's gonna um, fight him. Let me see what's his name again. Um, yeah, Anthony Ogogo. That's the guy's name. He's a British boxer. Um, they're going to be battling out. Uh, when is this going to happen? Oh, May 30th. So, yeah, we'll definitely hopefully preview that um, in a few weeks or so. But um, trying to think what else happened uh, to me. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else major that happened. That uh, Jericho returned, you know, even though he got beat up on um, last week at the um, the um, AEW Blood and Blood and uh, Blood and Guts uh, TV special event. That was like a pay per view. Um, he got thrown off the the cell. Um, and uh, I think they they sprayed something on, sprayed something on the pinnacle. I think I can't even remember what it was. 
who got thrown off the show? Jericho. Wow. Yeah, I talked about it last week. Wow, that's crazy. I don't remember. Yeah, that. yeah he got he got thrown off the show by wow. uh, MJF, and um, yeah, they were gonna they were gonna um, the the um, inner circle Jericho and the inner circle were gonna win, but then you know uh, MJF I think low blowed him, and then afterwards um, MJF threatened to to throw him off, and then you know. Um, the people from the inner circles um, threw the towel and, and gave up the match, but but MGF still threw them off anyway. The words. So yeah, um, basically they're gonna fight it out. Uh, Jericho might um, Jericho might not even make it to that to that uh, pay per view event um, because of the injuries. Oh yeah, one more thing. Um, two more things actually. Uh, congratulations to Natalia and Tamina for winning the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Long, long overdue. Congrats. Especially, especially um, Tamina's first title in the in WWE. Yeah, exactly. Stole the words right, right from right out of my mouth. That you know, that's the first title that Tamina ever won. I mean, that, you know, she should have been a women's champion already. You know, but for every reason WWE had. Never took the chance to put the title on her, but um, it's a good thing they uh, they finally made her win the title. You know they should have did at WrestleMania. You know it's good that it finally happened. Yeah. And uh, un- unfortunately, lastly, um, some sad news: uh, ECW legend New Jack he uh, he passed away a few days ago. And, um, um, you know, apparently from a heart attack at the age of 58. So, you know, my thoughts yeah. and prayers go out to his family. Yeah, rest in peace. This guy was one of the most extreme hardcore wrestlers in the history of pro wrestling. And, yeah, if you ever seen his uh, Vice documentary, I mean, mm-hmm. this guy was as extreme as you can get, man. Absolutely. You know, he even had the scars on his forehead to prove how extreme mm-hmm. he was. Yep. I mean, this this dude, he was more hardcore than WCW and Attitude Era combined. The guy yep. was doing some crazy stuff for ECW, man. It's, it's <laughs> infamous. Yep. That's how that's how crazy those those matches were. But um. You know, my thoughts and prayers go out to his his family. You know, yeah. it's difficult time. Oh yeah, another another news, uh, sports news. Uh, the Rangers fired um, their their manager um, Dan Quinn, and um, basically they're gonna be you know. Obviously, they're going to be obviously looking for a new head coach. Um, they might. The rumors are that um, they might uh, rehire John Tortorella back. Um, they might hire um, Gerald Gallant, and um, you know, yeah, we'll see. We'll see who didn't who, they just who hired someone recently. What? What did you say? Didn't, didn't Rangers just hire someone recently? 
Uh, Chris Drury is the the new president and um, GM, but they're going to look for a new a new head coach because they fired uh, David Quinn uh, on Wednesday. So yeah, they they fired him. They fired their head coach like days, like maybe a week or so after they fired the 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 GM um, John Davidson and um, and the president John uh, and um, I'm trying to remember. It was John Davison and um, this other person escapes me at the moment. John Davison and I'm trying. Let me, let me. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Let me, let me look again. Yeah, another thing. Rangers great uh, um, Brian Leach. He resigned as a you know as an advisor for the Rangers. So, you know, just a luck to him. Uh, let me see. Let me see what else. Let me um, try to go back. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Gordon. There you go. That's who it is. All right, so, Mac, anything you'd like to say? Um whether it's a okay before we go what do you think about Hicks going on the IL uh well it definitely um it, it right now it doesn't help the Yankee offense right now but then again you know Aaron Hicks he hasn't really done much this season for us anyway um but hopefully he recovers and he comes back he he comes back uh fully healthy so and he'll, he'll give us more depth in the outfield so I just hope he comes back uh, and the Yankees don't rush him back. But uh, the thing with Aaron Hicks, he's been injured a lot, you know, over these last several seasons. I mean, he can't stay on the field. You know, I I, I don't think he's a player that the Yankees are going to want to keep long term. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he has he, – he never plays a full season. This guy's always injured. And as of late, he hasn't been producing that much, so – that's that's a player that I I don't think the Yankees should resign whenever his contract is up. Yeah, I hear you, man. You make a make a good point. Um. Uh. So, anything else you'd like to say? Are you good? Uh. Yeah. Well, uh, check out my show IMAC. Uh. Just check your local listings and come back here. Check out Sports Urban Legend every Saturdays at eleven. Only on Block Talk Radio. Yeah, sure. You heard the man. Check out iMac uh, on podcasts. And, um, of course, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And come back here next Saturday and every Saturday at 11 and check out Sports Urban Legend with me, William Ramo and Macaulay Matthew. So uh, thank you again for checking out this episode. And we'll hope to see you next time. Peace. And again, when we come back, we're going to be talking about Knicks basketball in the playoffs. We're here, and this is this is to remind you of the greatness of the New York Knicks in their last heyday. Hit it! <laughs>
Morning. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.